You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Paint the Town Podcast, episode 84. How you doing, bro? Oh, man. Still kind of mind blown by, uh, by Menzo Juan, dude. That guy yeah. is amazing, man. It may just, he, he inspires me. He motivates me. He's got such good energy, you know? And, like, the tone of voice, like, he has is, like, I've been through a lot of shit and very calm. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love, like, those people are wise, you, you know, I mean, who have that tone of voice, man. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I've been I, I there, like- done that, seen it. And can tell you all about it and help save you some time from going through some bullshit. Totally, man. Totally. Like, like I said, just a well of wisdom. And like, dude, I look forward to talking to him again. But today we have another person that I'm interested in finding out a lot about because I've been seeing him in the streets since LA Street Art Gallery has started, man, basically. Okay. Oh, dude, I've seen him since I got started. <laughs> I, I have too. I mean, the dude is, is a stalwart. You know what I mean? Like he just, he's, he's been around forever. Um, he doesn't you know, blow up the town and, and do everything, but he just keeps getting up. And he has a, yeah, you know, he's known for his Marilyn Monroe, but basically he has a few other things that I'm really looking forward to, like, talking to him about, too, you know what I mean? So, basically, I see, Yeah, I'm I see, very curious to see the check your fee part of his... Uh, <laughs> I, I like this new segment that we call, like, check our feed, you, you know what I mean? But, uh... Hit the, uh... Down. Oh, he's here. Here we go. Put on your red shoes and dance. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Romano, to the show. Oh, you guys are crooked. <laughs> no, we're it just not. looks like you're crooked, actually. Well, we are kind of, but you know. <laughs> oh, no. oh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to watch you guys sideways. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. But uh, welcome to the show, man. <laughs> let me let me raise the volume here. Yeah, we can actually hear you fine. Can you hear us okay? Oh my gosh, yes I can. Sweet. Isn't Finally, that nice? That, that was intense right there. Well, you know what? We're when we started doing this podcast, we were actually going to people's studios or having them come to to the office in City of Industry where we my had team. all the equipment or we take all the equipment to where they were. And, you know, when you do it like that, it's so much easier because you can, you can read off of each other and you know yeah, when someone's going to say it. something, yeah. you know when someone's about to say something instead of sitting there watching the screen and going, okay, is he done talking yet? Or can, I don't want to talk over him because then it'll do that freeze frame thing or whatever. So anyway, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, and uh, where, uh, where are you? Like roughly uh, in you in Los Angeles? Are you outside of Los Angeles? Like, where do you live? What area? Outside of Los Angeles now. Yeah. You're outside of Los Angeles. That's all we get to know. Nice. Yeah, like, yeah, like a yeah. true, like a true, uh, you know, street artist keeping it secret. Nice. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. just telling people I, I enjoy that, privacy. Uh, awesome. Awesome. You know, like I said, I was just saying before you came on, man, both of us, at the start of LA Street Art Gallery and at the start of Teacher's uh, street art career, man. We've been seeing you get up in the streets forever, man. So to me, honestly, man, it's like 
kind of an honor to talk to you, bro. Like, seriously, I don't know if anybody really knows too much information about you. And uh, I'm hoping to pull as much out because I know you said, you know, you're you're a little bit private guy, right? You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's nice to separate a couple things in your life. Feels good to know definitely. that you got discipline. You know what I mean? Compartmentalize. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what were you saying, I Teach? I was going to start off with the basics. Um, where are you originally from? Oh, um, uh, Orange County-ish. Yeah, I grew okay. up. Okay, like, oh, no, no, West Covina. That's that's good. You're from West. Covina. You're from West Covina. Shenanigans. I know. Oh hell yeah, dog. SGV, man. Okay. <laughs> so probably until I was like four, but I do remember sitting in the windowsill. So I have memories from it. So I lived in West Covina. You know what I for mean? sure, for sure, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. And then and then you move kind of like outside of Los Angeles, as you would say. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been <laughs> up to Ventura County, Orange County, LA County. Um, I all my life, that's just how it's been. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So you're a true Southern California, basically. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, it feels good all the time. <laughs> like, <he's, laughs> where'd you, you were from uh, like Ohio or something? He's just from Florida. I'm oh, from Florida. Florida. Yes, oh, I'm from a little redneck uh, area. The, they call it either Lower Alabama, the Redneck Riviera, <laughs> uh, also known as Destin, Florida. But it's, uh, it's a place to either go or get away from. <laughs> oh. so it's a really good spot uh. well no you know what if you want to go fishing if you want to go uh deep sea fishing um there's some of the best fishing in the world there Ooh, um, and uh they've got some of the most beautiful beaches in the world mainly because the sand looks like it's snow white it looks uh. like if you were a cocaine addict that you would just stop on the side of the road and get a big honking straw and just want to go up and down the road because you know off the side of the road you look to the right or to the left um when you're going over the island to go to Destin and there's white sand on both sides and so it's white it's, it's so white because of the, the crystal that comes out of the Mississippi River the quartz I'm sorry the quartz and so all that quartz the further down Florida you go the less white it is and it's not as reflective but dude there used to be people getting sunburns on the undersides of their noses and chins. It makes sense. From the sand. Yeah. Just from the sand. Because they would put, you know, sunblock all over the top and everything, you know. But they wouldn't get the underside of their chin or the underside of their nose. And I used to work at a restaurant as a busboy. And so the customers would come into the restaurant and they'd be all like, ah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, Man. that's the quartz in the sand. It reflects off of just like water. Okay, so it's anyway, the teacher. Yeah, so I'm, that's, I'm yeah. from a little hick town, but I escaped. And um, you know, you've you guys are lucky. You've been here in Southern California all your fucking lives. You know? <laughs> yeah, but and, hey, and hold so on. fuck both yeah. of you. No, no, no. You've been through some really good adversity, man. <laughs> all that quartz bouncing off of you. You've been through some stuff. You're an alligator right now. <laughs> so I'm a turtle. I'm in become a turtle, Florida, and and you've got this thick skin. Good my stuff. animal is a turtle. I've, I've become a turtle now. Oh yeah, I saw those. Yeah, that molding stuff. My my wife knows how to do that. She just needs to get me to do it already. Yeah, dude. Dude, it's the greatest for your um, you know, therapy like uh, working with stuff with your hands and stuff. You know, is it, for me. You know, um, yeah. it, it, it it's it's great. But what? Okay, so. 
back to you. What, um, <laughs> so when did, when did the idea come up of, um, of putting something up in the streets? Like, what did it start with? Did it start with stickers? Did it start with, you know, what did it start with? You know what it starts with? So it was stickers <laughs> and it was a uh, previous bug when, uh, um, when I was, I teamed up with a uh, clothing company and uh, I, I, I skateboarded all the freaking time in high school and it got kind of good. So then like I teamed up with this clothing company and, and their, their whole promotion thing was uh, guerrilla, you know, guerrilla marketing, sticker marketing. Yeah. And, uh, but they, so they invested in a, a vinyl cut machine and, and it cut their, their stickers and it was like a sort of like a cursive style. So like, you know, the F was missing, you know, like, so the name looked very nice. And, um, can you say and, the brand for the audience or, uh, do you remember? Oh no. Yeah. I remember all day. Come on. It's fourth world. Fourth yeah, world. There you go. Part of my all life. Right. Yeah, fourth world clothing. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, a lot of because a lot of like those brands start like for example, Supreme was like a vinyl sticker. You, you, you know what I mean? Like oh, was it really? I mean, you know, the box logo to me, it I always saw it as like a sticker first and then it became like I don't know if that's the case. At least for me that's how it was. And you know, obviously Obey and stuff like that, right? You see the sticker and then it became like a you know, I mean, it was street art but it did become a clothing brand, right? So, you know, it's it's pretty common for uh, guerrilla marketing, I guess, you know. But anyways, you said the stickers made you bite the bug basically. I mean, right. Oh, yeah. That bug was there because I was out there and, and putting those stickers up like all over exit signs on the on the freeway overpasses. We, we would hit every single exit sign. And, you know, it's those vinyl stickers where you peel the back off and it's you, you rub it. You got to clean the sign first. And oh, then, shit. And then you got all the dust off and then you got to put the sticker on, rub the sticker on, and then peel that sticker off. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 dude. Those are. Oh, oh those type God. of vinyl stickers. Oh, it's doing it again. We've did this before. No, but I, the thing is, like, no, I really didn't understand what type of vinyl sticker you're talking about. I thought you're just. No, no. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. That is such a huge pain in the ass. That type. Like when when you're talking about wiping off that sign, like if it's yeah. too cold outside and there's mm -hmm. condensation on there, it's it doesn't hard. matter if you fucking wipe it off, dude. It's still going to condensate and be slippery by the time you put that fucker on there to wipe it off again, right? Teacher knows. <laughs> He's a teacher. He knows. Oh my God. Sometimes you wipe it so hard. And then doesn't you matter. Like, oh my God, it's not sticking. Oh my God, we gotta go. We gotta go. Oh my <laughs> God. So wait, they paid Dude. you to break the fucking law, basically. That's uh, nerve wracking. No, that's they, nerve wracking. They, they as fuck, paid me with clothing. And <laughs> they didn't really even pay. <laughs> it, it was more just uh, experiencing a, a new friendship kind of deal. And, um, they had clothing and I, and I had skateboarding to bring to the table and uh, we kind of just teamed up and did our thing. Yeah, it was a cool, good man. combo. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so that, that gave me the bug. I understood what it was. Like I was like, oh, going out, getting out all the time. And then, uh, and then I, it, it, it all went, you know, under, you know, turned up upside down. And then I went into nothing <laughs> for a few years. And then uh, I had that bug. Teacher knows that bug. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm just, I, I just, I'm for us, like pretty much, I would say around like the same time that teachers started getting up, um, the mayor, that's when you started getting the Marilyn Monroe up though. Right. Or is, is uh, yeah, dude. So I remember, uh, from when I first started, uh, seeing the Marilyn Monroe faces, um, 
Was there any particular reason for Maryland, or was it just like that's just you love you love Marilyn Monroe and you wanted her to be up more? Um, yeah, it's not even really sort of a love. It was just um, it looks it looks nice. My uh, so I got oh, a postcard. Right. Yeah, it's just it's just how it looks. You know, I, I go off of a lot of a feeling. Like I go off of a feeling. So then, like I I had a postcard that you know was just. You know that that that's a, it's a movie. I don't even really know the movie. It's like um, How to Marry a Millionaire or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's uh, like this in the photo. But uh, okay. their sunglass company um, called uh, Saber, S A B R E. Okay. Yeah, and they had those red sunglasses stickers. Hmm. And it was just one day, you know, I got this birthday present. It was this postcard, and then. Uh, and then I saw the sticker, and I saw, like, that's going to fit perfectly on that postcard. And, and, it, and the size fit perfectly on the postcard. And then it just sat there on my, my wall for a while. You know, and then, <laughs> and then the bug happened, teacher. I get it. I understand. And then I got bit again. Yeah, I got <laughs> bit again. You take some time off from getting up, and then uh, you get bit again. And you're like, oh, man, I need to get up somehow. And, um huh? And, and so I looked at that Maryland postcard, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to cut that chick out. I'm going to cut that chick out, so I just post her out. It feels good when I look at it. It's just the, 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 just how the sunglasses look on that, on that image, you know? And, um, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of, getting kind of dark in here, isn't it? I can't really see myself. You're good. Most oh. people just listen to the audio anyway, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You guys are sideways. <laughs> Let me take a photo. Actually, it's funny. We'll have to see how uh... – how this all works out because you're yeah you're <laughs> sideways right now <laughs> yeah you guys are sideways yeah so, no but i'm saying on my screen you're the only one but me and teach aren't sideways bro so, yeah. oh, God, it's, like, like, it's like right there see you teacher sideways right there oh, man. i feel you i feel you this will add to the creativity of the of the episode you see yeah. whoever, whoever watches it anyway because if you're not watching this then they're going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, at least I, yeah, I got proof right there. Then. You guys are there sideways. you go. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know what? We're going to do a segment called... Uh, uh, check your feed. Check your feed, dude. All right? Basically, yeah. what we do is we're going to bring up your... You know, we're going to make it not sideways for a second. We're going to bring up your feed, basically. All right? You see us? You see the feed? It's coming up right now. One second. We're going to kind of just go from your, uh, late, your Instagram... Basically, down to the see the screen right now. Is it sideways? Yeah, it's sideways, but I, I can see sideways. <laughs> is it sideways for you to teach? No, it oh, okay. teach is lucky. It looks okay to me, too, man. Um, uh, but dude, man, you've been, you've been getting up recently, man. I mean, you, you know, and it's been a lot of varieties to your uh, to your original image, man. It's, I think it's so cool because it's like you change up the hair, you change up the the uh, the sunglasses, man. It's like you also just paint her hand sometimes, and there's a flower coming out of her hand right here. That was, I like that one. You, you know, yeah. I do too, man, because this is like, uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's combines, like, it's like an evolution of a style, man. I mean, um, yeah. like I said, man, like, what is it about it that keeps you going back to the streets, man? You, you know what I mean? Like, you got this uh, wash, rinse, repeat. This is a different one, you know. Do you have any other ones that aren't Marilyn Monroe as much? This one? Is you did this one as well too, right? I oh yeah. That, oh, this, so I have a revision of that one. Oh man, I went see teacher. I mean, so I don't know. 
I'm pretty picky. I'm really, really picky. So like, I'll get up really early in the morning to go to go scope out a spot. Like I've got a revision of that one you just showed, help each other out. And uh, you know, his, his left hand is up this time. You know, it's let's just come on, let's protest. And they got masks on this time. And uh, I, I went to this spot this this morning um, and couldn't couldn't get up. You know, so. Um, Sometimes, you know, teacher probably knows. Sometimes it feels, oh, yeah, yeah. So someone someone threw in a, a tag inside of that with, uh, with the arrow going through. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For the audience that's listening, man, basically we're showing uh, uh, two guys riding on a bike. One of them is sitting on the handlebars, and there's an arrow shooting through both of the guys' heart. And there, uh, somebody tagged that extra, actually. And then one of, the guy sitting on the handlebars is carrying – a uh, uh suitcase help each other out basically and they're both wearing masks so uh, yeah hey all day i mean don't you guys feel that even more now i mean come absolutely, on absolutely man wow, let's go totally absolutely. man totally man i i love that man because uh i i think it's cool that you like uh update your pieces man you, you know i mean you kind of like take one idea and then you take like a few different like uh just small minor changes to it you know i mean because it's like very signature uh, Mr. Romano, man, like, like, you know, you know, the, the Maryland man. So it's cool to see all these different like evolutions, man. Like what's your goal with this, man? Like, you know, no I mean, goal, man, it's a feeling. The Maryland's not even it. a goal. It's a feeling. You look at it. Like I remember this, this, the first time I put on a black sign and it was by itself, but it was real big. It just felt good to look at it. And I got so many direct messages saying that like, you know, this, you made my day so much different by doing that. Like I drive, I just see this, broken down cocos and now like you brought some life into my drive and that's all the motivation you need you're changing yeah. people's lives you know? so basically what, what it comes down to we uh sometimes we get to the conversation with the artist where it comes down to what your means are with your artwork you know because sometimes um you know some artists are graffiti artists and they have anger and they want to express that in the streets and so they write things that you know express their anger or whatever, um, and then there's other people that uh, you know they want to they want to make money with with their artwork, and so they they have to um, you know do merchandising and, and, and advertising and, and you know hype and this that and the other, and then there's some people you know possibly like yourself that just enjoy how they feel when they put things up and um, they don't care if they sell anything. They don't care if people like it or not. They just enjoy seeing, and it's like a therapeutic thing. Would you say that's more or less you? Yeah, it's the, uh, yeah. Well, it, I'm attracted to the art of getting up, you know? I mean, yeah. Just like those oh, graphics. my God, it looks like my cat. Oh, is it really? Oh, this <laughs> Holy is Kitty Ruxpin. <laughs> looks like Jake. <laughs> no, it looks like Lucille. Oh, sorry, Lucille. Lucille? Uh, yeah, okay. or, or um, you know, back when we had Hendrix before he got eaten. But yeah, yeah, black black no. tuxedo cats are, are, are um they're very inquisitive. They're always checking stuff out and everything, right? Oh, uh, cool, cool. Curiosity, yeah. that's really good. You need it. So anyway, getting back to what I was saying, um, so you're yeah. you're basically one of the uh those street artists that um that does this more or less just as a therapeutic thing that because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. I mean Yeah, man, I love that answer, dude. Because like I, to be honest, yeah, because I don't think we've had I mean, obviously, you know, Teach does that too, right? You know what I mean? But, dude, hell yeah, man. I love that answer. Yeah, but you know what? I, I'm, um, I sell my stuff as well, though. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. I mean? And, um, 
But I got to tell you, uh, but, one but of the reasons not your, why your I, main, right? That's not what's your that? message. That's no, not your that's main, not my main income. source of income. No. Um, although now that uh, we are switching careers with flipping houses, the wife and I are not huh. flipping houses anymore. Um, she's, uh, you know, going to go full on into uh, writing and and uh, and producing uh, and directing. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, we've got a film that uh, we've been trying to get together for the past five years, but now it's actually finally going to be, you know, put together and everything will actually Fine, provide us work. with some funds. It's not like a big movie or anything like that. But, um, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, the wife was like, well, look, you know, you've sold, you know, some of your work in the past, you used to be a commissioned artist in the past, you know, how about, you know, going ahead and trying to sell some of your work now? And, um, or at least make more of an effort. So now I have a website that has a store and everything. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be putting more stuff up in there and, um, actually just got a, did a commission, um, piece today, got delivered and lady was happy with it. So, um, as time goes by, you know, it, it, it's actually helping with, you know, feeding the kids a little bit and paying the rent some now. So, um, but even if it didn't, I mean, and for the longest time for, you know, almost 10 years now, um, I've mostly done it. I mean, it started as a protest, but then, you know, for a while, um, it got to where it was just more or less therapy for me, you know, to, to make me feel better and take my mind off of whatever house we're working on or whatever, you know, trauma we're dealing or crisis we're dealing with, you know, you go out in the streets and just put a piece up and it just looks nice and makes you feel good and makes, makes other people feel, feel good. It's yeah. uh, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to just be able to do that and, and, you know, not have to worry about it because sometimes James and I talk about how, you know, people that got up, started getting up around the same time as you and I did, you know, they, they had a means of wanting to get into art galleries. Mm -hmm. And then once they got into the art galleries, you know, you didn't see them in the streets anymore. Uh -huh. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really refreshing, uh, to see, you know, to know that there's someone out there who, you know, who just does it purely because it feels good. And it makes other people feel good. You know, is it really, is that rare? It really yeah, is. Pretty, anybody really. It's let me tell rare. you something. We, we've talked really to a lot. Anybody. Yeah. We've talked to a lot of street artists on this episode and I, I would say that you know, I, I'm not like a visual artist or anything, so I feel like I can make more of this commentary, man. I think most of them, I think their intention is to like at least uh, promote their own art so they can sell their um, canvas pieces, man. Y you know what I mean? I mean, uh, I would say a lot of times uh, even the graffiti writers have, uh, when they've gotten older, transitioned into gallery pieces as they've gotten older if they were completely on the streets. So I just want to say much respect, man, for having that, uh, purist mentality dude because you know what that's like why I got into street art it's like to be able to uh, feel good from this public art man and you're you're one of the guys that's doing it in the most pure way man so kudos to that man hell yeah dude dang that's that's do you ever, here's a question for you do you ever see yourself retiring from doing it <laughs> no, it's, I've been doing it for a long time. I'm like, it's just, it's just part of my life. You know what I mean? That shit's in the car. Yeah. I'm going. Same here, man. I, I don't ever see myself stopping. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be some, something going on, some current event or whatever. And there's going to be like a, a box somewhere or a, an a item box. somewhere that if I just made a certain stencil that would go there, would make the greatest statement about whatever, you know, that is. 
or, you know, if I just want to make someone feel good in a certain, you know, neighborhood that I'm living or something like that, I want to do something nice. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll never be able to stop that, you know, until the day I die, I'm, I'm going to keep doing some kind of street art. Um, you know, just because it's, it's nice to, to be able to put something there that no one knows who did it, you know, and for someone, you know, it's actually kind of cool to be there and see the people see it, you know, and wonder, wait a second, that wasn't there yesterday. That must have happened at night. Yeah, yeah. Who the, who the fuck did that? Yeah, you yeah, know, that's one, it's one of those wonderful things. If it looks see, all nice, right? if it, looks, if it looks like it belongs there. Is, yeah. is kind of how, like, I think, kind of. I mean, yeah, that's how I think. I love well, it. Well, with someone like, with the, the image like Marilyn Monroe, that's, you know, um, that a lot of people have different emotions, um, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, it, she's a beauty. You know, she's like a, the, uh, the image of a, of a beautiful uh, woman. And, yeah. you know, when you have something that is beautiful like that and you put it in an alley and uh, around all this ugly, ugliness and everything or in a dumpster or something like that, it's like you're bringing some beauty to to all the ugliness and it, it blends in with it yet it stands out you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. that's what i always felt about it oh, okay yeah yeah that's cool i suppose you said that um we're like-minded i guess um i i just sometimes that feels extra weird going over the tags like i'll try not to go over tags on those dumpsters oh God, dude yeah it feels weird, but like after I do it, it just looks so nice. So it's like I hope the taggers understand, kind of thing. That's like well, oh. you know what? That's <laughs> okay. that's another thing with Marilyn Monroe that I think you'll actually get a little leeway from from some of these guys. You know, especially if you don't cover them up, or if you don't, you know, if you just cover part of them or whatever. Like if they're next to Marilyn Monroe, like dude, that's pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As let, opposed let me... to some advertisement for some, for sure. you know uh whatever guy thing that some guy's trying to you know market or or you know branding or whatever like i don't know like a monopoly guy or something like that or, uh, <laughs> waiting for it uh, you know we just have fun here every once in a while you know <laughs> let, 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 you know what but i want to tell the audience though it's not just like hey I, we all know him for the Marilyn Monroe, man. You know what I mean? But it's not just that. One of my other favorite pieces of yours, man, is the – it's actually a very similar message to teachers, man, of uh, it's all you need is heart, man. You, you know oh, what I mean? And it's, it's very similar to uh, yes. one of Peachy's pieces. It's all you need is the right kind of love. At least when I, when I kind of like – not the, the theme, not like uh, the exact same message or image or anything like that. But I can see why you're saying that like a lot of your guys are – kind of like spreads the same like positive message man you, you know i mean completely different styles man but like i said and to me like heart is something like it can get you through anything man you don't need to be the most talented guy man but if you have fucking heart dude All day. If, you have, if you have grit dude you, you know i mean that'll get you through i love so that much. piece man that's a beautiful piece that'll get you through so much shit basically because it's like you know what the most talented people don't succeed man the fucking people who have the most yeah. heart succeed yeah. keep on going yeah. they just keep on going they're consistent and, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing dude some of the most talented people i've seen they do that that 80 percent thing you know what i mean they'll they'll get 80 <clears throat> percent done and then they'll just be like this isn't going exactly the way i wanted to go fuck it i'm done and it's like <laughs> ouch ouch i know just, just a little bit further just, but dude you know what i mean i i've probably been a victim of that myself as well 
I feel you know? attacked right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> West Covina. I'm not talking about you, James. I'm not talking about you at all. No, I'm just like, you don't know, no, to be honest, it's like, but you know, let's talk about that for a second, because it's kind of interesting to me, because <clears throat> I feel like um, it just depends on what kind of artist you are, right? Some people are like process artists. Um, they, the, the process of the uh, doing the work kind of like is what invigorates them, you, you know, what I mean, some people like they want to attain a certain goal. And, you know, for me, from a music standpoint, it's kind of like, dude, sometimes I've been working on a fucking song for like so long. I'm just like, you know, what? I'm just I'm just going to finish it today. You, you know what I mean? It's like not up to 100% my own standard, but I'm just going to finish it and then just kind of so I can move on to the next thing I'm doing and not get stuck on this thing too. And that's kind of what I was referring to in terms of like the 80%, you, you know what I mean? But I always try to finish my projects though. I may give myself a B minus, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But, but like I said, that, that's what I mean, you, you know? How do you feel about that, Mr. Romano? Oh, I mean, it's it. You just have to switch it up. Just keep on going. You, you got to have so many different projects at once. You just got to yeah. stay busy, right? I mean, because if you don't, I mean, your mind can take over sometimes. Mm. So, you know, you just have to stay busy. You know, um, keep your habits. What are some other projects you have, man? Um. Well, I mean, it's it's a mix of uh, of life and um of um work and 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 expression right like uh, to me that's that's what we're all trying to do because we have to do that oh, keep it simple man that's the best <laughs> i'll teach you you have twins right yeah yeah, yeah I, I i recommend one at a time <laughs> yeah well i had twins too i mean that's what happened to me you know um and then it, it changed things in the streets i couldn't get up so much because life happened and how old are your twins they're seven now oh um, wow okay you guys are leading like parallel lives man like are your twins <laughs> and he's uh, getting you... up at the same time and then yeah um are your uh what do you have uh two boys two girls a boy and a girl oh yeah boy and a girl boy and a girl yeah um Whoa, yeah, I yeah. I, another <laughs> thing we have in common. Holy shit, man. Yeah, I remember when the first time I met you. Do you remember the first time we met? No. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you've got, you got a Yeah, he can't even see your face right now, man. So you know. <laughs> I had a. And you're uh, about this big, okay? I can't see. And we got to turn to the side sideways. right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a, um, I had long, I had long hair and I had a, a white shirt on with a tie and you were at that spot where, um, it was like that warehouse, like eight years ago, teacher. Okay. Like, um, it was thrown by like, uh, that guy who wouldn't give the, everyone's painting back. Well, let's talk about oh. this. Like, we don't know about this. We don't oh, know about this. Oh, yeah. Um, Here's some laundry uh, right now. Ah, shit. It was like, it was red hot or something was his, yeah. I don't know, man. There was I know what you're talking about. This is, this is a while ago. This is a long <laughs> time ago. When you have twins, these things get kind of, you know. Come on, an eye guy, yeah. But anyway, um, why did I bring that up? <laughs> I don't remember what No, when the first time you guys met, the first time yeah. you guys met. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was spray painting with Thrashbird over there. Yes, were, yes. They were doing something, and I was, they were behind, like, a, I think a chain link fence. Yeah. And then 
And then the guy who was running the show brought me over to meet you and Thrashbird. And uh, I was like, hey, what's happening? We have twins. <laughs> and, uh, oh, see, now I know why I don't remember you. Because it was so fucking hot there. It was so fucking hot that I think I had taken my shirt off. Right? I didn't I see, I had to see off. And dude, it was it was so fucking hot. I barely remember anything from that show. You know what I remember? I remember this idiot, this fucking idiot who was running that show, went and put red dots on everything, like everything, right? And so when I arrived, you know, to to set up and do some stuff with Thrashbird, um, I just took like a quick glance and I saw like a bunch of my pieces had red dots on them. And so I was like dude holy shit like this is the shit man like this is awesome man we're fucking you know so i got like all my pieces sold over here i'm gonna sit here and do some live pieces and everything this is awesome man and then it wasn't long after that i remember jason from gabba gallery got there and you know he was like whoa dude you know it's going pretty well i'm like yeah man it's fucking awesome and then he came back by and he's like um a uh, teach come here a second <laughs> i was like what and he's like uh all i don't know whose idea whatever this was but all those red dots mean that they're haven't been sold yet and i was like that doesn't make any sense what the, what the fuck are you talking about that doesn't make any sense he goes yeah that's 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 what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, you um, yeah, you haven't sold anything yet. It's uh, they're all those are all pieces that are still available that have the red dot on. And I was like, and then from that point on, I kind of blanked out. <laughs> like my head, I was like, okay, like if I if I let that sink in, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind and what start tearing shit down. Like yeah. I hadn't started meditating yet. I was still very much a road rage dude who had hopped out of his truck five times in two months ready to kill somebody. Mm. And so luckily I was able to kind of stay in my mind and be like, you know what? Just, just do what you're doing here in front of you and all this will work out eventually. Okay. <laughs> and so <clears throat> I'm sure if I met you that night, I was probably like, Oh, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. Nice yeah. To meet quick. You. <laughs> yeah quick. That's it. Yeah. So, that that's that now I understand why I don't uh, remember exactly, but vaguely, yeah, you got the little. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah, great. I don't have to go to therapy again or forget all that shit again. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh no. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what? Cool? We, we were together and I'm gonna just hug it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude. You know. Anyways, for the audience that didn't understand it as much, whenever I learned this too. At an art show, when things are sold, usually that's when you get a little red sticker and you place it on the corner of of the art piece canvas, and that's supposed to kind of like secretly uh, just tell the people who know, like, oh, this piece is sold. Uh, don't ask for it, you know, for the art collectors and things like that. I didn't really know about that before too. So for, I mean, it's it's weird. Like commonly, I hear this being done, like fake red dots putting on there, so it seems like a lot of things are sold. You, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's I've, yeah, I've heard of that being done. Like if you're first night of your show or whatever, you want to make it look like some pieces are already gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
that, but dude, I that just that exploded to take it my head. <laughs> that exploded my head so fucking bad that I, I think it. Um, I didn't yeah, that, that took a, a lot of my. You know, I do transcendental meditation now, and I'm sure there's quite a few times where I was doing my meditation where that experience probably was like, uh, uh, you know, uh, tough to get through. But um, yeah, thanks for bringing that one up. Oh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. I had to drive back a week later and pick up my my pieces. He had them in some garage in Beverly Hills. I mean, it was just a pain in the ass. Man, oh, man, this yeah. guy, whoever whoever threw together this show, this guy sounds like a fucking asshole, man. Like, <laughs> well, you know what? I think I think I mean he meant well. I know that he meant yeah. well. Um, but I just I think that things got a little bit out of hand, and he tried to pull the shit together and and last minute a lot of shit that just he didn't realize until it was too late that a lot of things just weren't going to work out and uh then it just kind of went south from there mm. yeah like what happened to stone malone gallery like that's no longer anymore well yeah um i don't know i'm not a shack exactly sure i think he's has some kind of entity somewhere but um now what happened with stone malone as far as what i heard was um he uh, he sold a couple of pieces for a lot of money, like crazy money, like in the in the tens of thousands for like a couple of pieces that a, a celebrity bought off of him. So he started a gallery down on Melrose, mm-hmm. and originally it was just his work, because you know he thought you know shit I sold this to this guy you know I should have a gallery and sell my work and you know make sense and everything, and then he realized he wasn't selling anything, and. Um, you know, the prices were, he had priced it based on those two pieces that he sold, which, man, that, that see, that's something people had to be careful of. And, and one thing that I learned a lot from when it came to Michael uh, Goodman was at the MRG Gallery is pricing your work and, and how, like, you know, if you just have a, if you sell something for a crazy amount of money, you can't base your prices on that, you know, because you're just, you're shooting yourself in the foot because, it's going to be hard to find someone else that that passionate about your work, unless you put decades and decades and decades of time in and have all kinds of accomplishments and recognitions from big galleries and stuff. And so he started, you know, bringing in other artists. And so that's how the Stone Malone gallery started getting more artists in there. But, you know, with like any dude, anyone that has a gallery will tell you it's not a money-making situation unless you're our Blum and Poe. You know, down there in Culver City on La Cienega Boulevard across the street from the Lurie Gallery. Mm. You know, these, these guys sell millions of dollars, you know, millions. every year. Yeah, millions of dollars in artwork. But they, they have a client list. They have a client list of hedge fund people and billionaires. So Let me tell you, when you have money that you have to spend, you know, you, know, you got like those Julian's auctions, right? How they sell like a, a lot of like crazy price stuff, basically, right? Julian's auctions and things like that, right? It's yeah. really interesting because it's like if you go to your, uh, if you go to like one of their auctions or something like that, just I just want to see some of the art sometime, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, you write down your name, they will send you a catalog, right? Uh, automatically, it's like, oh, you're a potential client, you know what I mean? And then like, uh, you know, normally you're just on somebody's mailing list and they just keep on sending you shit forever, basically, right? You, you know what I mean? But for Julian's auctions, like, nah, these catalogs are like fucking art books, basically. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a nice, like, 
And I'm like, oh, I'm keeping this as my, <laughs> my souvenir, you know, I'm ghetto and shit, you know what I mean? But the thing is like, they know because it's like, if you don't respond or buy anything within like two times, they stop sending you those fucking catalogs, you, you know what I mean? Because it's like, they're not going to waste their fucking money on you. They know exactly <laughs> what kind of people they want the inside their mailing list, basically, you know what I mean? And if you're not in that <clears throat> people who need to spend money catalog because they have like a hedge fund and they need to fucking show a certain amount of loss, man. You, you know what I mean? Or whatever. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, these big corporations, hedge funds, they just move around money and make it seem like things are going somewhere. And how do they do that? They buy art sometimes. Like, for yeah. example, like one of the companies uh, I used to work with, Axo Nobel, basically, you know, I mean, they have a whole art department and, uh, you know, they, they just they just store it away. You know what I mean? Because they can claim it as like something they purchased for their business, man. The art business is insane, man. Like, uh, you know what I mean? They, they, yep. It's like they, they, you know, if you're talking about like the elite, the elites, man, like, you know what I mean? That's just a group that's just talking to themselves. You know, they have these crazy auctions. Like people Sounds like drama. Sounds like drama. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not in it. I'm not in it. It feels good. That's so smart. Exactly. <laughs> and that, that's why I love street art. That's why I was saying, Mr. Romano, like you got into the same reasons I got into. It's just a raw culture, man. And, uh, you know, I remember back in the day when Greg was talking about Melrose and Fairfax, man, one of the things that he always like stressed about like, oh, this person's not really a street artist. This person's, uh, you know, a clothing brand. Sell out. This person's, yeah. You, you know I mean? He would like, one of the things that people, I mean, I enjoyed about his opinions were like, he was such a purist, man, that he wanted to, like, tell people, like, what is, like, true street art. It's not, like, it's, this is not involved with a corporation. This is not involved. Uh, a, There's a know, fascist. There's <laughs> a fascist. The street art fascist, for sure. But you know what? Like I said, I respect but his. I appreciated uh, that about him. You know what I mean? I got a question for you, Mr. Romano. <clears throat> what kind of music do you like? Because uh, my, my guy, uh, James here, is a music fella. Uh, oh, yeah, Elvis and Connecticut music's all day. It's all good. I like to move. I always like to dance. You got to feel good about yourself, and and exercises. You know, you got to feel movement, and you got to feel good. And you got to accept that, and that's what dance music does, right? Shenanigan. Hell yeah, man! You know what? I I knew you were a dance music fan because when I was looking through your feed, bro. You oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know. you have a, a Mr. Oizo, man. I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna just share uh -huh. the screen right here, real four, quick. Three, three times, three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this yellow guy, right? <laughs> Teach. You oh, see? I got Eric. <laughs> yeah, his he's name is Flat house. Eric, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know okay. what I mean? And he's by a French DJ, uh, uh, Mr. Oizo, basically. You, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's in the '90s. It's kind of like a throwback thing. They used to have a Levi's commercial. Uh, you know, yeah. fuck it. Let's let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and play it. I did a remix of it. Did you check oh, out? Oh, you did. Oh, play it, play it. You want me to? <laughs> you have yours? I do. I do have it, man. You want me to play it? Okay, I'll I'll play yeah, it, man. Yeah, man. Let me let me see here. If, teach if you don't mind, man, because dude, please. <laughs> I love all this stuff. You know what? What's and that? I want to give a shout out to uh, a fish actually because he helped me um, uh, produce this record. Actually, uh, he he threw me some notes, man. After, oh, dude, uh, after my first, uh, so so shout out to Fish, man, and Mr. Romano, dude. Thank you for bringing this up, man. As a, you know, I knew you're a Oizo fan, so uh, you, you know, like I said, yeah. just check this out, man. I hope you guys enjoy it.
near me. Okay, so here we're going. Yeah, but dude, no, dude. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Dude. <laughs> when did you get into the electronic dance music, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you get into it? Oh, oh, when? Um, I remember there was a radio station. Um, it was right above Power 106. Okay. And, um, way back, you know, way back. Um, so then... That I was like, oh wait a minute, what's this? What's this constant beat? What's this constant beat? Why can't all music have that constant beat? And then, because uh, you know, that's was this in the nineties, or was it in uh, what era was it in? Like uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a mid to late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. They, Power One Hundred Six has this show called Power Tools. Basically, they used to play like house music at nighttime too. So yeah, there, there's a lot of cool like EDM, but it's not all the time though. You, you know what I mean? Like EDM usually. It, or house music is usually like a nighttime kind of like get the party going kind of thing on the radio. You know, I mean, they don't play it like during the day so much. But now, I mean, it's kind of like changing, you know, I mean, like electronic dance is like pretty mainstream nowadays. You, you know, what I mean, did you go to like raves and stuff like that back in the day? No, no, I never went to raves. Yeah, I just listened to that station. It was like 106.3 or something weird. Okay. And then, and then it went away. And then I just never went to, I never went to a rave. And then I went to Coachella. Oh, oh that was hell like, yeah. That's, that's oh, that kind of a rave. That was like, a, yeah, sort of like, because yeah, like, like 12 years ago, it was like sort of like a rave, like my first rave kind of thing. But Yeah, so was, which was your first Coachella that you went to, man? I, I mean, I've been going to Coachella since like, I don't know, fucking forever, man. Like, uh, you know, I mean, since, uh, oh, I, okay, I did, I went this year after Daft Punk played, which I regret because I actually went to, uh, I went to a CTSto the year that, uh, uh, at the LA Sports Arena. But, anyways, which, uh, how many times have you been, man? Damn, I wish I could grab my phone and Google that, but it's right here. <laughs> Tell me and I'll Google it, bro. Tell me and I'll it's Google the, it. It's, oh, it was the Bloody Beetroots Coachella, maybe oh, okay. about 12 years ago, 14 years ago. Yeah, so I'm gonna look it up right now. Bloody Beat Roots played at Coachella 2009, man. So yeah, they're wearing a red shirt. Um, yeah, I was going there for the Bloody Beat Roots to go dance, and then I learned about the Safari tent, and then that's just the, the dance tent is. It feels good to let go. Yeah, definitely, it, dude. That's awesome, man. I mean, uh, what other music are you into, man? I mean, you skateboard, man. So you must be into like a few different genres, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, just everything. Punk, punk all day. Everything all day. Nice. 
Nice, man. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. I love that, man. Dude, you got to come out when we have our uh, a sticker party, bro. You, you, you know what I mean? Because like a sticker party. Yeah, man. We would love to get some of those Maryland stickers, man. Like basically what we've been What's doing. <laughs> We're going to put uh, a bunch of paste all over each other. And then we're we'll stick close to each other and stick <laughs> to each other. Sure. Yeah. Huh? Get some Earl Earl Lube, uh, you know, paste. Did Shout out it? to Earl. Earl's Earl. Lube. So we're gonna put that paste all over us and we get all really close and just stick. Are we? Shenanigan? Are you down? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> so what we're trying to do, like, right before the, uh, the COVID happened, man, we were having a St. Uh, Patrick's Day party. Basically, I felt like, hey, what better party for shenanigans than St. Patrick's Day, right, basically? So, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to have a sticker meetup where, you know, uh, the people who listen to the show and us and uh, the artists who came on the show, we can come up and we all have, like, a sticker meetup where we exchange like stickers for whether it's Tens, stuff, merch, whatever, you, you know what I mean? But because of COVID basically it got all canceled, you know what I mean? So, I mean, Fucking dude, man, COVID, it would, man. <laughs> it would be, good. It be awesome good. for you to uh, uh, come out, man, and bring some of your Marilyn Monroe stickers, man. I'm sure a lot of people want some of those, man. So, you, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're free when we have this, uh, you know, party, finally the sticker party, man, I'd love to just invite you to come out, man, and also enjoy some, uh, you know, DJ house music, man. You know what I mean? So it'd be cool. Yeah. Man. Maybe I can step in there and take those, those from you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you DJ yourself? I, I practice sometimes. Yeah. yeah awesome. Okay. There, nice. there we go. There we go. Dude, I wasn't sure. Okay. Like, dude, um, what, what's your setup, bro? Um, I barely have a setup. That's okay. what it is. Yeah. I, uh, it's an expensive, family. it's an expensive hobby, man. You know what, like, to be honest, it's just, just for the audience to kind of get an idea of how much it costs to um, be a professional, okay, be a professional, have the professional setup that they have at the club. The mixer itself um, is about $800 for a four channel, okay? And then each individual uh, turntable that you have, you need four of them, okay, basically. Each one of those is about two grand new, okay? So, I mean, just to, if you want to be, have the professional club setup, I mean, you know, you you need you need nine thousand dollars, man. Okay, and then if you you know what I mean, and then like that's just if you want to DJ. If you want to make electronic music and produce, now you go into the synthesizer world, and then you you know the 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 plug-in world, man, where you're not even paying for like physical items anymore. You're paying for like sounds on the internet now. You you, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, you tweak them. No. So I always say, man, people always ask me, it's like, hey, what can I do to get started uh, in this? I'm like, don't, don't start, man. Like, like, seriously, this is an endless money pit, basically. Endless you, money. You know, do street art. It's like, you can, you can <laughs> become a legend and with, with like, you know, one marker, man. Like, <laughs> Just all over the place. Yeah. Exactly. You, you know, I mean, you can literally, <laughs> if hey, fame is your goal. One, eight, three. <laughs> Exactly. Taki 8183. You know, I mean, nothing fancy. Just just the name, you know what I mean? But like I said, some people, you know, they do the DJ thing. They're looking for the fame, man. They want to be the guy in the front of the party where everybody wants to, you know, get on the guest list and things like that. I'm, I always tell them, I'm like, look, man, that's like 
very rare even for the most popular guys they don't you know you know like they have lives to deal with that's not their focus man if you want fame man get into graffiti and street art man (laughs) all you need is a marker bro Yeah. Anyway, plus are a lot, lot more likely to get a collaboration with street art than you are with uh, music producing, right? Oh, a hundred percent, man, dude. Well, one of the things like I always say is like about music. It's just like there's always some sort. I don't know. It's weird because I love that about visual artists, man. There's not as much like ego sometimes. I feel like, hey, you want to do a collab? Yeah, let's paint together, man. That's awesome, man. But it's like for musicians, it's like okay, if we're gonna have a session, man, all of a sudden it becomes like a fucking political the thing tone. To like set up dude you, you know what i mean it's like oh, okay who where are we gonna meet whose pad is you know who's in this crew are they like okay to work with you you gotta be cool with this crew and this crew it's like so much ego going on man so but i think that the younger you know whenever you go to younger artists man they're trying to change that man because like music is just like uh you know the the walls are coming down man back in the day you had to go to a record label to get your shit heard and then record it it's like all these kids are just straight up uploading their music right to soundcloud now man and telling the record labels fuck you dude you know what i mean it doesn't make any sense anymore uh in, you know to to have your life signed away as an artist and get like a you know a um you know some money up front and then if you pay, sell as many records then basically uh you, you know you don't have to keep on working for us you know it's i don't know it's a it's a weird industry man like music you know and uh like i said more and more people are doing it independently man i think we're learning from visual artists man like you know i mean you can do it yourself man it's like shit dude mm-hmm. and that's what i love about street art man shit it's like Hey, you have the freedom to express whatever the fuck you want on the street, man. But to be noticed, like Mr. Romano, you, you know what I mean? To be iconic, man, it takes years, years of work, man. It has a lot to do with placement. You know what I mean? You can have a nice image like Mr. Romano has, but if you don't want to get a good placement with it, it's not as effective. Placement. I like placement. I'm picking that. <laughs> Dude, you've got the most excellent placement. Every time I see Ooh, one of your pieces... Thank you. The uh, the placement is just absolutely perfect, and uh, it's also very um, exact too. A lot of people don't realize that most of your pieces are actually two separate pieces that you line up. And oh, not that last one in Melrose though. Oh man, I messed that one up. Really? Uh, oh yeah, the glasses don't even match right here. They're so off. That was that was like <laughs> my worst one just recently. That was my worst one. Oh, man. Which which color glasses is it? Uh, pink, big pinkies. She's like on a corner wall. Uh, that that cat. Uh, someone posted it. Um, I, I don't remember the name. Oh, you didn't. Permanent art or. Uh, it's like uh, S I O P maybe. S S K. Oh, my phone's right. Yeah, okay. It's on your phone. Yeah, on my phone. Are you talking about Skip Houston? It's like skip skill ick or something. Skip up, skip. Oh, oh wait. Oh, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, he, he, he'll he'll do he'll do mass photos once in a while. Right. So, anyway, yep, I know what you're talking about. So he got a shot of it. Yeah, yeah, and you can see the crookedness. Yeah, it was in my I threw it in my stories. I didn't even want to throw it on my my page. It was yeah, you find it on his, on his feed, uh, James. Oh, I found it. it. I found oh, it. Oh, you did? I found, did I post I found it? it. I found, no, no, no. I found it on his page. This one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, is that the one? 
It's by Skip Park, this one. I don't know. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, yeah. I think if you scroll, yeah. That, so the bottom glass, this doesn't do. That was a, this, the worst one. See, I, I wanted to pull Dude, it what up. What are you fucking talking about? You can't fucking even perfect. Tell. <laughs> you're can't far. Even tell. Nah, nah, they're way off. Are you kidding me? I love yeah. a perfectionist, man. See, look at that, man. Yeah. But look at the placement. That's, the That's one, what I'm talking but... about, dude. Look at that placement. It is awesome. It's oh, so awesome, good. dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zoom in. <laughs> we're doing, if, you, if you're uh, just listening to the audio, man, we're looking at a person. <laughs> Marilyn dude, Monroe. I still do not see what the fuck we're, you're talking uh, about. It looks awesome. Uh, he, uh, Mr. Romano is talking about where the sunglasses are just like slightly, slightly off. I mean, to him, to us, it looks oh, perfect. You, you know oh, what I mean? It's so. clear as day, though, when you, when you see it up close. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that's a great way to like leave it, man. That just goes to show you how much we all like nitpick at our own work. Basically, you know what I mean? When other people are like, dude, that's amazing, man. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? So, it, like I said, we all do it, man. I, I think it's like, it's so awesome to hear uh, someone like you that does it for the purest reasons, man, that you still care about, like, these little details, man. Oh, yeah, all day. I, I wish I didn't. God damn, I feel, I feel it inside, man. Gee, that sucks. Dude, yeah. I can relate. I can totally relate. You know, some, sometimes walking away from a piece you're working on is the hardest fucking thing in the world. You know what I mean? And then you take a picture, you look at it later, and you're like, oh, no. How did I not see that when I was standing there? That's what happened. He's so blatant in the picture. You drive back by and you're like, fuck. It's over. <laughs> it's it's it is. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's the hardest thing walking away sometimes. But, dude, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us today. Um, yeah. Once we get the lockdown over with and we're able to go actually visit and be around people again, um, yeah. you know, I'd like to have you on again. And uh, hopefully you can make it out to, us, the, uh, to the meetup uh you know the the merch sticker meetup uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. that's that's gonna be coming you know as soon as it's acceptable you know and safe and yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck that means yeah uh, we're gonna have it so um there's a cure so now much. guys that's what they said there's a treatment guys so it hopefully it'll be soon oh really okay cool sounds good <laughs> absolutely all right guys well so where can we find you mr romano i mean if somebody wants to reach you uh, to do a collaboration or something Oh, DM all day uh, through my Instagram, Mr. Romano. No space. Nice. It is what it is, Mr. Romano. Hell yeah. Awesome. You know where to find me, guys. And uh, to the audience, uh, please leave us a review. Thank you guys for leaving us a review. And our patrons, um, you know, Hair McD, Domo, Tamara, Mike. Tamara. Love you guys. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, check out our Patreon page if you get the chance, audience. Uh, and leave us a review again, like I said. And uh, give us a follow at PTTP Show. All right, thank you so much, guys. Uh, anything like, else? Share, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell your uh, friends, yeah, all right? Because this is all organic. Thank you so much, guys. To the audience, love you guys. Take care. Peace. Nice. Right,